Welcome back to Athlete Maestro, guys. The sports podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports so that they can achieve high performance in their sports goals. This is episode 367. I'm your host, Tola Oglewe. Find your distractions and eliminate them. Train as if you're number two and learn to lose to appreciate the wins. She's one of the most successful track athletes to come out of Australia. Not since Cathy Freeman. As an Australian athlete, captured the imagination of the country. She's a former world and Olympic champion. Today on the show, guys, Australian track star Sally Pearson. It's not rare in sports to discover young and upcoming talents. In fact, many of the greatest athletes in the world were all child prodigies. What is rare? Is for those prodigies to live up to the expectation. Sally Pearson ensured she wasn't one of them. Sharon Hannan discovered Sally while she was in primary school and they worked together till 2013. Sally focused on the 100 meters and 110 meter hurdles events. By the age of 14, she won the Australian Youth 100 and 90 meters hurdles titles. She announced herself to the world on her international debut at the 2003 World Youth Championships, where she won gold in the 100 meters hurdles. A year later, she won the bronze medal in the 100 meters at the World Junior Championships, even though she missed out on a medal in the 100 meters hurdles. She continued her progress when she participated at the 2006 Commonwealth Games in front of her home country. She tripped out on a hurdle and missed out on getting a medal, a costly mistake she would ensure never happened again. She continued to juggle both the 100 meters and 100 meters hurdles in 2007, but in 2008, she made the not so surprising decision to focus solely on the 100 meters hurdles. You see, many in the game believed strongly that she was the better hurdler and the 100 meters was just a distraction. The move paid off. She claimed a silver medal at the Business Stadium in Beijing and a year later, in 2009, she won five out of seven races in the 100 meters hurdles and also broke the Australian and Oceanian 100 meters hurdles record. As with sports, every athlete is suspect to injuries and Sally had a fair share. She struggled with injuries in late 2009 and was not in prime condition for the World Championships. You see, despite finishing fifth, it wasn't lost on anyone who knew the sports that Sally was one of the best. A return to form in 2010 saw her win gold at the Commonwealth Games. She followed that up with another gold medal at the World Championships in Daegu. In the process, she broke her Oceanian and Australian records. An athlete on form is always going to be difficult to beat. You see, in the build-up to the 2012 Olympic Games, Sally won 32 races from 34 starts. She was one of the favorites for the title and she did it disappoint. She won gold in a new Olympic record of 12.35 seconds. Injury struck again as she missed most of the 2015 and 2016 season. She returned at the 2017 World Championships in London to win the gold medal again in front of world record holder Kendra Harrison. Although her 2018 was again blighted by injuries, she's optimistic about 2019 and beyond and she plans to again win an Olympic medal in Tokyo in 2020. In 2014, she was awarded the medal of the Order of Australia for her services to sports as a gold medal winning champion at the 2012 Olympic Games. Arise, Sally Pearson OAM. Today, she's your mentor, guys, and there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Sally Pearson. No doubt it was um, an interesting introduction uh, to see the things that she was able to do. But if you know anything, guys, about the 100 meters orders, I think it was a few weeks ago we looked at Louis Zhang and the injuries that he struggled with 
with as well and all of those things see the hurdles is such a difficult sport it takes a toll on your body because you you have to train then of course uh, hurdling 10 barriers to get to the finish line consistently over and over again you know it just affects various parts of your body so it's not a sport uh, of longevity if you want to call it that so the fact that sally pearson has been able to do this for so long you know is remarkable in terms of what she has gone on to achieve former world champion former olympic champion she has the olympic record she has the australian and oceanian record but the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from her is find your distractions and eliminate them now you see it's very interesting in sports where we feel that we can do so many things now i'm going to focus on the track athletes right now so uh, you know if you're running long jump which whichever discipline it is as long as it's track and field you know it's so interesting to see our idols to see the people that have done it before to see the people that have achieved so much so uh, looking at carl lewis who i feel we're going to look at i think it's next week or so so you guys might want to look at look forward to that uh, you see michael phelps who does multiple disciplines in me you see Usain Bolt as well who runs the 100 the 200 does the 4 by 100 really you see many of all these guys participating in different posts but you see you have to realize or you have to understand the things that are limiting you or the things that will qualify as distractions to the goals that you particularly are trying to achieve now Sally Pearson she ran the 100 meters and she ran the 100 meters hurdles so now obviously there are two different disciplines the 100 meters is straight dash you know there's no obstacle in the way for the hurdles you have to you know 10 barriers before you get to the finish line you see the 100 meters hurdles for such a long time a lot of people felt that it, it was a distraction for her a lot of people felt that look this thing is holding you back because you're not able to focus solely on what you're trying to achieve you're not able to focus solely on what you want to do you are a better hurdler and you know the more time you dedicate to it you're going to see more success guess what 2007 she decided okay look i'm going to focus entirely on the 100 meters all lose guess what 2008 beijing she announced herself to the world she won silver medal at the olympic games follow that up daegu world championships she ran 12.28 seconds that's the fourth fastest time in history well, the fifth fastest time in history now uh, because kendra harrison has broken the world record with a run of 12.20 seconds so there were three before her now obviously i don't want to get into the people and who they were and you know the controversies that surround them but to run the fourth fastest time in history at the time when you just made the switch and said look this is what i'm going to focus on guys it is important that you eliminate your distractions now for you it might not be participating in multiple disciplines for you uh, it might be other things that you have going in your career so you you want to pursue social media at the same time or you want to pursue this side gig at the same time or you want to pursue this side hustle at the same time or you have many different things that you're focusing on at the same time despite the fact that you have a limited time to do what you want to do there's so many lessons that i could have taught you about sally pearson uh, but this one is more important because you see when you find that thing that is distracting you now it's not all situations where the thing that is distracting you is a bad thing now sally pearson herself was asked about why she likes to run the 100 meters you know why she doesn't just focus on the 100 meters order and she said look you know there are certain situations where I-, I get the opportunity i know i'm the fastest 100 meter runner in australia now if there was somebody else who was dominating the sport i mean fine i'll have stepped away you know but where there are situations where i can go to an event you know more or less like the commonwealth games where uh, the top stars are not there you know the athletes from america are not there you know and i have a chance to win a commonwealth 100 meters 
title. I mean, why wouldn't I take it? Why wouldn't I take that opportunity? But you see, a coach had to make her understand. They had to sit down. They had to come to the realization that the 100 meters is a distraction. Yes, you can do it for fun, uh, which she did in exhibition races and many of all those things where there wasn't a lot riding on the line. And when she wanted to rest her body from the 100 meters hurdles, uh, yes, she used to run 100 meters. But you see, she didn't take it as seriously as she previously did because her focus was now on the 100 meters hurdles. Guys, what is your distraction? What is that thing that is distracting you? What is that thing that is holding you back from moving forward? What's that thing that is preventing you from truly being dedicated to what you want to achieve in your sport? Guys, you have to eliminate them because once they're affecting you, once they're a problem, then they're going to prevent you from truly getting to the point where you want to get to. Now, Sally Pearson, uh, she won the Olympic medal in 2012. 2017, she again won the World Championships despite winning it in 2011. So that makes her a two-time world champion in the 100 meters hurdles. Guys, Find your distractions and eliminate them. Second lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Sally Pearson was train a safe year number two. Now, Sally Pearson was interviewed and she was asked about, you know, what made her the athlete she was. You know, how was she able to stay consistent? Because, you see, prior to her running 12.28 seconds in the 100 meters autos, it was it, it was unthinkable that any female athlete could get that close. The world record at the time was 12.21 seconds. You know, so that is tenth of a second outside that world record so it kind of it kind of showed the other ladies it kind of showed every other person that look this is what we can do these are the heights we can achieve this is what we can push for these are the records we can break and so everyone was going to come for her and obviously uh, from the time she was about 20 she was seen as one of the best hurdlers in the world you know her form her technique was so superior to everyone else that Everyone knew that, look, this lady, she's going to be an Olympic champion. She's going to be a world champion. The only thing that was going to prevent her from doing that were the injuries or maybe other distractions that she would have had in her career. She had taken the 100 meters out of the way. So now she was solely focused. And she was asked, she said, you know, how do you stay consistent? How are you able to continue to do these things? And she said, I train as if I am number two. And the reason is this, because I believe that all these other girls are coming for me and they know that they want to beat me. I know that they want to beat me. So if I'm complacent in training, if I go into training and I feel like, you know, I'm one of the best in the world. I just won the Olympic medal. I just ran 12.28 seconds. You know, I could take my time. I could relax. Then obviously that is a recipe for getting beat. So what she did in order to push herself in training, in order to stay motivated to continue to push was that I am number two. Too. and i remember i don't know if it was fernando torres or one of the footballers who was also asked something similar and you know he gave uh, an outstanding approach to his training and he said look if i train as if i'm number two then i'm always going to be hungry it's the same thing guys that sally piercing there so what i want you to do guys if you're finding yourself lackadaisical in training if you're finding yourself you know tapering off a little bit if you're finding yourself uh, having difficulty staying motivated you see more or less is because you feel you have either arrived or you feel that what you're chasing, what you want to achieve, is not a big enough goal. It's not uh, something that you should really kill yourself over. But you see, once you know, or once you have something that you're fighting for, once you have something uh, that you're looking forward to, something that is keeping you awake at night, uh, then you're going to go into training with the focus that it deserves. You're going to go into training being determined to continue in the path that you're going and that's how Sally person motivated herself that's how she kept on that track to continue to get better and get get better she trained as if she was number two so if i'm number two then of course i want to be number one and i cannot be number one by being complacent but if i believe i'm number one if i believe that i'm untouchable if i believe that you know i'm the best in this sport currently then obviously it's a recipe uh, to get complacent and it's a recipe to not give your all every single time in training what may matters worse for Sally person 
was that she was being compared to Kathy Freeman. Now, of course, you remember previously on the podcast, uh, we looked at Kathy Freeman, one of the greatest uh, track stars to come out of Australia. And, you know, the Australians had been looking uh, for the next Kathy Freeman. Who is this person that we're going to adore? Who is this person that we're going to love, that everybody's going to gravitate to? You see, and Sally Pearson burst onto the scene. So everyone was already seeing her as that. You know, imagine how easy it is to be complacent when everyone thinks that you are the next best thing guys you have to train as if you're number two you have to have something that you are fighting for if you don't have something you're fighting for it's a recipe to get complacent it's a recipe to get complacent why because you feel that you have arrived you feel that there isn't much that you need to do to continue to stay top you saying both when he was dominating you see he didn't train like he was the fastest man alive i mean his world record is what 9.58 seconds or something ridiculous like that he continued every single time to go into training even in the build-up to olympics and world championships when he was suffering with injuries you know it would limit the amount of races that he was running so that he could go hard in training because he was going hard in training and then at the races you know there was chances of injury and things like that guys you have to train as if you are number two if you train like you're number one uh, then of course it's going to be difficult for you to motivate yourself but hey i'm not saying that you should deceive yourself and believe that oh you're number two no if you're number one that's fine it's all a mental approach to keep you in check so that you continue to chase the things that you're chasing the way that you should be chasing them. That's the second lesson I want you to learn from Sally Pearson. And finally, guys, learn to lose to appreciate the win. So just like I've said, you know, and all the things I've been saying about Sally Pearson, uh, she's one of the best hurdlers ever. She was touted as a child prodigy. Everyone knew that, look, this girl is coming. She continues to go the way that she's going. Uh, it's going to be remarkable. 2008, Beijing came second at the Olympics. Nobody expected that. And she announced herself to the world. But obviously, uh, injuries started to come in. 2015-2016 season, uh, she battled with injuries. She could not defend a uh, world championship in 2013, I think it was, after she had won the world title in Daegu. You know, so there were so many things that were going on, so many distractions, injuries, and all of those things. So it was difficult for Sally Pearson to come to the realization, you know, that I'm going to lose. And of course, in the build-up to one of the world championships that she was preparing for, you know, she there was a race that she ran, she finished seventh. The next race, she finished fifth. You know, and she was upset and she was beating herself down because she knew that, look, I'm one of the best at this. So I, I don't understand uh, why this is going on. So she had to talk to her coach. She had to talk to fellow athletes. She had to talk to, you know, the people that she looked up to. And it was in that realization that she came uh, to learn the fact that, look, you have to lose to appreciate the win. So all this success that you've had, you know, if you were going to take it for granted, if you were going to get complacent, you see, these losses are the things that are going to make you appreciate the wins and are going to get you hungry to get back in that win column so if you felt that you know i didn't need this or if you felt you know that um i've achieved everything i've wanted to achieve you know i've done everything i want to do and i'm enjoying what i'm supposed to enjoy you see those losses they come back to help you appreciate the win so how can you do this guys you see it's not every time that you lose that is bad news it's not every time that you lose that you should be sad i mean yes you're going to be upset nobody likes to lose but you see it's going to help you appreciate the wins and it's going to help you keep going so that you can find yourself back in that win column i don't know if you understand what i mean you know because yes you've been losing yes you find yourself uh, not in the best position possible in terms of where you currently are at that particular point in time but you see the fact that you've won before means that you can win again the fact that you've done it before means that you can do it again and if that is the case then you see that loss is just a learning curve so what are things that you can learn what are things that you can improve on what are things that you're supposed to be working on that maybe you weren't working on that you need to return to in order to get back to where you were and what sally person did was that you know she told 
told herself, look, I'm not the best hurdlers. No problem. You know, I have the Olympic record. I have, you know, so many records in the sports. I'm touted as one of the best. What were the things that got me there? Because I was on form. Because I was injury free. So when she understood, guys, that, you know, I'm just returning from an injury. And I'm trying to get back into form. My body is trying to adjust. My body is trying to get back into it. You know, she was able to allow herself some slack and not beat herself up because she wasn't getting the results that she wanted to get. Guys, you have to learn to lose to appreciate the wins. It's not all losses that are bad. It's not all losses that are difficult. It's not all losses, you know, that you should take to heart. What you should be looking for, guys, is the lesson behind it. So that would make you appreciate the times that you win because no athlete is going to have a 100% record. No athlete is going to be undefeated. It's just not going to happen. When it's not that, you are the only one that is participating in your sport. But guys, when you learn to lose, then you appreciate the wins more. You continue to do the things that you're supposed to do you know to get back to the level that you know you can get to the three lessons guys that i want you to learn from sally pearson find your distractions and eliminate them train as if you're number two and learn to lose to appreciate the wings she was awarded the oam medal of the order of australia you know so she's one of the greatest track athletes to come out of australia no doubt about it whatsoever and of course she's an inspiration to so many young athletes you know and when we're looking at louis jang i talked about my love for hurdles and how it's such a technical sport so if your technique is not on point you know you're going to be crashing into hurdles you're not even going to be able to generate the speed so i literally love watching it and of course what sally pearson at that 2012 london done olympic games when she went in there broke the olympic record and of course it'd be a joy to see her back at the tokyo olympic games in 2020 although she will be 33 at that time but i mean age is nothing but a number so i still believe that she can do it athlete master guys episode 367 sally pearson i want you to head over to the website guys there's so many other free resources for you there uh, that will help you break all these things that are limiting you You see you're learning all these lessons from sally pearson you see these are people that have learned to break their mental and physical limitations so head over to the website so many free resources for you there and i also want you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already so that you don't miss any episodes when they come out and of course leave us that rating and review tell us what you're learning from the podcast if you're learning anything whatsoever from the podcast you know share with us in a few sentences and of course that's your way of giving us feedback what it also does is that it helps other young athletes find the podcast i'm sure you're talking to yourself now that you know i, I haven't left this review you know why haven't i left this review i've been listening uh, to the podcast now 300 and something episodes it won't take you more than 20 seconds you see, as you're listening to my voice right now you can actually leave that rating and review if you don't know how to leave it head over to alimashu.com forward slash subscribe on the podcast page at just scroll to the bottom it will create the opportunity and the avenue for you to leave that rating and review but of course if you don't know how to do that at forward slash subscribe at forward slash subscribe i'll catch you on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do. I want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from sally pearson today i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day